my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. All right, so what we're making today is uh, by request from one of our members, she wanted to make a loom knit cowl. That's C-O-W-L, not towel, T-O-W-L. So that's what we're going to do today. So first thing you need is a loom with at least 24 pegs and some bulky weight yarn and your loom tool. And you will cast on 24 stitches by doing the E-wrap cast on. So y'all go ahead and do that. I'll give you a few minutes to do that. And you just e-wrap. You do not go all the way around. You don't go from 24 to 1. You just stop at 24. Okay? And then I'll tell you what to do from there. Okay, Teresa, I'm going to talk looms just a minute. And so what you want to look for is large gauge round looms. I recommend the round because they're easier to work with for a beginner. And you can still work flat pieces on a round loom, which is what they're learning today. Um, there are some out there that are, you know, fairly inexpensive. I think a set of four, it comes with four different size looms, a tapestry needle and a loom tool. And those run around 20 bucks. If you can get them from Joanne's Michaels Hobby Lobby, uh, I recommend doing it that way because you can always use like a 40, 50, 60% off coupon. Um, I'll send out name brands if um, in the information that I send to you, there'll be some recommendations there. Uh, let's see here. Some of the brands, oh, let's see, let me go through my list here. Michaels, Brand name is Loops and Threads. Uh, Hobby Lobby is Yarnology. And Joanne has some that are called Boy, B-O-Y-E. I recommend those as a last resort. And the reason being, there is a groove at the top of the peg. And sometimes your yarn gets caught in that groove. And some people find it difficult to work with that and some people don't. I don't have an issue with it, um, but again, it, it could be an issue. So that's why I recommend that one as a last resort. Those all, like I said, are gonna cost you around $20 for a whole set. If you want something that's a little better quality, um, it's there's a three piece set by um, authentic knitting board. You can get those at your major craft stores, Amazon, and the knitting board website. And they're called um, premium chunky looms. And they're just a better quality. The pegs are plastic. The base, I believe, is wooden. Um, and the pegs stay in. They're pretty much glued in and you can't remove them. Whereas with the others that I mentioned, those pegs are removable and mostly it's a sided thing. You can swap out the pegs in different colors and the different colored pegs will, you know, is an indication of, you know, you need to do something special 
on that particular peg or in that particular area. So that's what it's mostly, like I said, a sighted thing for people, but I can tell you how to mark your looms for, you know, things like that. So, um, Teresa, if you have any questions, just raise your hand and, and I'll answer those. Okay, does anybody have any questions so far on what we're doing? Yes, Teresa's got her hand raised. Okay, go ahead, Teresa. I'm sorry, I just had one quick question, just a clarification. You said authentic, I was writing this down, authentic knitting board is the name of the one that you recommend and premium something. Premium round chunky or premium chunky. It's going to have those words in, in the brand, in the name. Okay, and I can get those from um, Amazon, you said? Yes, ma'am. And I will look up the links for Amazon and just post them. And then, um, then you can just look for them at the different stores to see which place, you know, meets your financial needs on those. Okay, and, and the one that um, Hobby Lobby, um, that one, is, I'm sorry, I didn't get that name either. Okay, it's called Yarnology. Yarnology. Okay. All this information will be in the email that I send you about recommendations. Oh, perfect. Okay, that's great. Thank mm -hmm. you. Uh huh. Okay, Donna, are there any more hands? No. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I am going to assume that everybody's had plenty of time to do their ERAP cast on. So now we're going to learn to knit a flat piece. So what you're going to do is you are going to take your working yarn. It should be coming from behind peg 24. And um, so you're wanting to bring it from behind peg 24 to the front between 23 and 24. Donna, uh, can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. My phone was doing something and showing me some weird messages. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I have my voiceover off, so that's part of it too. Um, okay. Now, you want to purl back to peg one. We're going to skip peg 24. And you're going to start purling on peg 23. So you will lay your working yarn under the loop on peg 23 and start your purl stitch. Okay, if that's not clear, just raise your hand and we'll get you unmuted so you can ask questions. All right, we have a hand, uh, Catalina. Okay, Catalina, go ahead. And Donna, while she's unmuting, if you see someone else that has their hand raised, if you'll just call their name so they can begin unmuting. I sure will. A time. Yeah, she just raised it now. Okay. Yes. Okay, go ahead, Catalina. Hello. Okay, when you said, I'm confused, and you said flat stitch, and then you said pearl stitch, I was confused. Yes, I said the pearl stitch. You want to lay your working yarn in front of the peg on peg 23 below the loop that's on that peg. Oh, and then you want to start your purl stitch. So you'll purl from peg 23 to peg one. You're not going to do anything on peg 24. It should have one loop on it. And all of your other pegs should only have one loop. Peg 23 to peg one. 
Uh huh. You want to uh, purl each peg. Okay, because I'm going from left to right. Okay. Are you? Did you join? I'm right-handed. You're right-handed, and did you join peg twenty-four and peg one? No. Okay, you shouldn't have. And no. Okay, you should be moving after you did your e-wrap cast on. You should have stopped at peg twenty-four. Did. And okay, and then you should take 23, it's where you should start. Um, okay, you go 23, just, 22, got in it in that order, that direction. Okay, okay. yeah, so, just so you should the, be moving uh, to the left. Okay, just do the pearl oh. stitch from peg 23 to peg one. Because when I cast it on, I went from left, from right to left, because that's how I normally do it. And then now okay. that I'm doing the pearl stitch, I'm going from left to right oh okay all right so you will just reverse that so whatever your last peg was you will go back in the opposite direction you do not continue in the same direction you turn you're turning Correct. around okay got it okay, okay. thank mm -hmm. you appreciate it uh -huh. we have uh -huh. two more hands okay um, we need uh erica please unmute and jenny all right Jenny, you be ready to unmute and ask your question after our other one, okay? What was the uh, area code? Uh, area code 501, you may unmute. Okay. And who are we speaking to? Hello. Okay, okay. Um, this is Sandy. Go ahead, Sandy. Um, I got in late. What are we doing? Okay, we're making a cowl. And um, you'll e-wrap cast on 24 pegs and then purl back from 23 to peg one. Okay, now I'm going, I, I'm going from left to right. Am I supposed to go back the other direction for, for the purl or? Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, you'll need to, because you're just, we're working on a flat piece and not working in the round today. Okay, so just, just skip 24. You're going to e-wrap 24, but on your way back, you're not going to do anything. You're just going to just leave that e-wrap stitch on there and you're going to purl back from 23 to peg one. Okay, but you see it's just uh, e-wrap one, one time around? Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we mm -hmm. now have three hands. Uh, okay. Jenny, go ahead. And who's okay. the one after Jenny? Hold on just a second, Jenny. Okay, who's uh, the after other Jenny is Mary Alice. Okay, Mary Alice, be unmuting yourself while I'm answering Jenny's question. Okay, go ahead, Jenny. All right, thank you, Courtney. Yeah, it's Jenny, um, just for Donna's, so that she'll know. Um, okay, so I think I had to leave early last week. Can you review the pearl stitch, please? Okay, I'll review it quickly um, since we have some others. And if you're not able to get it, if you'll go back and listen to the podcast and catch it from there, okay? Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to lay your working yarn in front of peg 23. It's coming from behind 24. You're going to lay it at the bottom of peg 23. You're going to take your fingers or your loom tool and you're going to pull the loop on 23, you want to pull that away from the peg just a little bit. 
and then either using your fingers or your loom tool, you're going to grab that working yarn and pull it up and make a new loop. It's kind of like when we were binding off the hat and I had you pull the yarn all the way through without using a needle. Um, okay, you got your new loop created? Yes. Okay, now you're going to take the old loop that's on that peg and you're going to knit it off. So you're just gonna let it fall to the center of the loom behind that peg. Your peg should now be empty. Yep. All right, now you take that uh, new loop that you're holding between your thumb and forefinger and you place it back on that empty peg and then give a slight tug and you should have a loop on your peg now. I do. All right, you just did the purl stitch. And to do the true knit stitch, you do the same motions, except you're pulling from the top instead of the bottom. Um, something I failed to mention last week, I believe, is when you are doing the purl stitch, think about diving down to the bottom of the ocean to retrieve a pearl off the bottom. So that's nice just analogy. something. That's something to keep in mind. It's not mine, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I borrowed that from a loom designer. Her name is Kristen Mangus from Good Knit, Good Knit Kisses. She's an excellent loom instructor. Okay. Okay, we have All Mary right, Alice Mary. and Nancy. Please be ready to unmute. Okay, go ahead, Mary, Mary. Yes. Um, Courtney, I'm, I'm a little confused. Now, remember, I did miss a couple of classes. Right. So when I go to my peg 24, I completely e-wrap it, the yarn around both ways, or just kind of go around the side of it between peg one and two, or I mean between peg 24 and one, and just kind of go around it and come back to 23. You're wrapping peg 24. So when you mm -hmm. wrap it, let me wrap my yarn here. Okay. I need to do it so I make sure I'm telling you the correct information. So, okay, when you wrap it, you're going to go, no, my yarn's not cooperating. You're gonna go um, wrap it entirely and then your working yarn, you're gonna bring it between pegs 23 and 24. So you should only have one loop on peg 24. But a full loop, correct? So I kind of correct. almost wrap it twice, am I correct? Sort of. So, um, because I come around the back, I come around the back and go three, six, nine, and then I go around again in order to make that loop on there. Because if I only go from the back to the three o'clock, six o'clock, there's gonna, it's not gonna be between peg 23 and 24, the yarn itself on peg 24. Okay, yeah. So you're just gonna make one turn around peg 24. Okay, okay, got it. And then- So there's actually on peg 24, there's no yarn between 23 and 24, correct? No, there shouldn't be. 
there should just be the, okay. the, the little bar that you created going from 23 to 24. Okay. Okay. So okay. you go from 23 and wrap 24 mm -hmm. completely. Then bring your working yarn back between, just keep wrapping it until you get your working yarn between 23 and 24. Okay. Okay. And then you start Got your it. purl stitches. Okay. And then I pull up that yarn from the bottom and then mm -hmm. I kind of lost you on that purl stitch. I've got okay. my finger holding that loop from my working yarn. What do I do with the stitch that's on there? You take it off the peg. So you just knit it off up and over the top of the peg and just let it fall okay. behind peg 23. Okay. And then I put that loop back on the peg, right? You put the loop that you created, you're going to put it on the peg. So oh, when you pulled okay, your yarn cool. up from the bottom, you created a new loop and you're going to put that loop on the peg. And then you're going to gently tug your working yarn mm -hmm. to okay. remove the slack from that stitch. And you're going to move to peg 22 mm -hmm. and do the same thing. Oh, cool. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Got it. You're welcome. Okay. All right, Nancy, you may unmute. Is there anybody after Nancy? No. Okay. Hey, Courtney. It's Nancy. Oh, there is. Yep. Okay. Somebody just um, raised their hand. Okay. Morgan, uh, Megan, you'll be next. Okay. So oh. I have... I e-wrapped all the way and I have a 24 mm -hmm. and my yarn is between 24 and uh, peg one. So I take it back behind. So you're going to, you're going to completely wrap 24. Right, I completely wrapped it. Okay. Now your working yarn should be coming from behind 24. Yeah. It's between 24 and peg one and one. Okay, you should now your, pull your working yarn to where it's between 24 and 23. Okay, so I, I don't go all the way around. No, you're not connecting. This is a flat piece. Okay. Then so now, you start your so purl stitch on peg 23. So then I just bring the yarn in front of 23. Correct, and start your purl stitch. And the purl that goes beneath the loop correct okay mm -hmm. thank you you're welcome megan megan on mute hi uh i just realized i have two loops on 24 i looped it around again is that gonna mess up the whole thing <laughs> yeah, uh not the whole thing you just need to uh unwrap 24 one time and make sure you have one loop on peg 24 what do I do with the extra? Because I'm already like halfway around with the purl stitch. Because I started okay. purl stitching on 24. Just go over there. Okay, yeah. Just go over to 24 and knit that bottom loop up and over. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So everyone should be close to peg one or uh, have finished peg one. So what you're going to do is you're going to slip a stitch. And when you slip a stitch, that's skipping it. You're not working that peg. That's what we did on peg 24 is we slipped 24. And what this does is create a little bit cleaner edge when you're slipping that stitch. So um, when you start a row, whatever row you're on, that first peg, you're always going to slip it in this pattern, okay? So we're going to do uh, a seed stitch. And so 
um, I'm going to call since I'm, you know, sort of designed this cow, I'm going to call this Jenny's cow because she Jenny likes to seed stitch. So what you're going to do is you're going to, on peg two, you're going to purl. And then on peg three, you're going to knit. You can use any knit stitch that you want. It can be E-wrap, U-knit, flat knit, or true knit. Okay, Donna, are there any questions? No. Awesome. When you finish peg three, you're going to purl. And you're going to do that, knit, purl, knit, purl, <coughs> all the way to page now. 24. Okay, go ahead and mute yourself and I will continue talking for just a second. So what you should have is on, with the exception of peg one, you should have knit stitches on your odd numbered pegs, even stitches, um, purl stitches on your even numbered rows. That is for row one. Row two will be different, and once we get there, I'll explain that. Okay, who has a question for us? Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Hi Courtney. Um, okay, so so I I got to peg one purling, right? Mm-hmm. And then then what? I, I don't know about the slip stitch. What? <laughs> okay, you're not going to do anything on peg one. Okay, you've just worked the purl stitch on peg one. So now we're getting ready to, well, that was your foundation row that mm -hmm. purl row was. Okay. So now we're starting on row one. So what you're gonna do is your working yarn should be coming from behind peg one, or it may okay. be off to the side a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, you're gonna take it behind peg one. So you're not gonna do anything on peg one. And you're gonna bring it between pegs one and two. Mm, okay. Hmm. So you're skipping doing any stitches on peg one. Okay. On peg two, you're going to start your purl stitch. Okay. Hmm. But but your um your first row though, where you purled, mm -hmm. you wanted us to purl row uh, peg one, right? Correct. When you're starting a new row. Okay. You skip the first peg on that row. So on okay. row one, you're skipping peg one. On row two, you will skip peg 24. We'll get, that'll make sense in just a minute. You're just skipping a stitch or slipping a stitch is all you're doing. So that means you know, you're not working um, that peg or that stitch. Okay. But you should still have a loop on peg one. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you go to peg two. So you bring it between one and two. Put your working yarn at the bottom of under the loop on that peg. And then start your purl stitch. And then purl knit, purl knit. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Any other questions?
Okay. No more questions at the moment? Uh, one just raised their hand. Okay. Uh, Jane. Jane, you okay. may unmute. Okay. I thought I had the pearl split and that was fine. But now that I've pearled for a row, I can't remember how to do the true knit. Okay. So to do the true knit, you lay your working yarn above the loop. Above the two. Yeah. Uh -huh. go. Yeah. Okay. Then you pull that working yarn down oh, through the loop. You pull out the bottom one and reach up and pull the, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. You reach up and pull the working yarn through Correct. and then take the loop off and put the, put the loop back on. in your fingers. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is slow going. <laughs> yeah, and we're just, you know, honestly, we're just going to work. I'm going to teach rows one and two, and then we'll discuss, you know, how many rows to do. But once you get rows one and two, that's all you do for the entire cow. Uh, Jenny, you may unmute. Okay, it's it's Jeannie. Um, I'm sorry. But it, that's okay. Um Okay, so maybe I'm doing something weird here, Courtney, but mm -hmm. on my pearl stitches, I end up, of course, with one loop, you know, on the peg, but mm -hmm. then when I do my knit stitch, well, what I'm doing is the E-stitch, then okay. I have two loops. Am I supposed to go ahead as I do that and lift the bottom loop over the top loop on the E-stitches? Okay, there's two answers to this question. Yes and no. <laughs> and if you want to do that, if you want, if you're doing the e-wrap stitch and you want to knit the, you know, knit off, you can do that. I would recommend not because when you go back, you're going to be purling your knits and knitting your pearls. So when you come up on an e-wrap, that's your hint. Okay, I got to do a pearl here. So it's a little bit of a tactile reminder of what you did and you're not getting lost as to, okay, did I just do a knit or did I just do a pearl? Because when I'm doing this, my mind wanders. So if that makes sense. I think it does. That, Thank you. That's just, that's a little bit of a tip or, or a little trick. Um, so I'm going to explain that again for anybody who uh, it might have confused. So if you're doing the e-wrap stitch on this. Let's start from peg two. So peg two, you purl. Peg three, you e-wrap. Do not knit off. Peg four, you purl. Peg five, you e-wrap. Again, do not knit off. When you're coming back on the stitches where you did the purl, you're going to do a knit. And on the stitches you did a knit, you're going to purl. So if you reach your peg that um, you're supposed to purl on and you see it has two loops on it, that should be an indicator to you that you knit that peg on the first row. And so you should purl. So I hope that didn't confuse anybody, but if it did, just raise your hand and I will do my best to clarify that. 
Any questions? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I'm watching. I would have questions if I was doing this today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this big letter doesn't have yarn overs and knit two together. Hmm. This sounds just as confusing as la uh, the other night. No, uh, we it's not. We now have a question. Okay. Miss Terry. Okay, am I unmuted? Yes, yes ma'am. Okay. Um, just to clarify, when, um, when you, if, if somebody is doing the e-wrap mm -hmm. and you get to that one, and that means you purl that next row when you get to that, that means <laughs> that you knit the one over two, right? I mean, the, I mean the two over the, you, you knit those two off because when you purl, you're going to have uh, the two above it. Okay, what Wait, you need to work? Okay, so if you have an E-wrap on your way back, say to the left, when you're doing your second row, when you get to that knit peg, you knit the bottom up and over. Go ahead and knit off then before gotcha. you do your purl stitch. Okay. So you do your purl, you, then after you knit off, you do your purl stitch. Okay. So Thanks. what you're doing is, um, sort of working two rows at once if that makes sense you're finishing up that previous row by knitting off yeah it makes sense thank you okay you're welcome sometimes in my head it makes sense and then it comes out my mouth and it just goes haywire okay here's our <laughs> next two here's uh, our first one these iPad, you can unmute, please. And Deanna, be ready to unmute, please. Okay. All right. I didn't understand whose iPad it was. So if you're on an iPad and you have a question, go ahead. Kathy. Okay, Kathy. Um, hello. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah, this is Kathy. Mm -hmm. um, I, let's see. Let me turn my reach off. Um, I'm totally confused. So I'm going to be, I think what I need to do before I tackle this project is to uh, practice my different stitches because I still need to figure out the purl stitch. And um, so I'm just going to kind of listen and then maybe catch the podcast. Okay, and after you listen to the podcast, if you still have questions, don't hesitate to either email me or if you're on Facebook, just message me okay. on Facebook. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right, Deanna. Okay, Courtney. Um, I got behind because I had to, to undo some stuff and start over. So I have just put a pearl stitch on 24. And now what do I do? You take that purl stitch off of 24 because you were not mm -hmm. supposed to do anything on that peg except wrap it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you will purl on 23. Okay. Well, then I'm going to have to start over and figure out where I went wrong. Okay, what you need to do, <laughs> okay. let, let's okay. talk tinking for just a second. Go back to 24 mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. pull that loop off of the peg and hold it. There's nothing on it. 
there's nothing on it. Okay. No. So you go ahead and e-wrap peg 24. Okay. Um, all right. And bring your working yarn between 23 and 24. Mm-hmm. And lay your working yarn in front of peg 23. Mm-hmm. And start your purl stitch. So from that point, you're going to purl from 23 to peg 1. Okay, are there any other questions? Yes, area code 314, you're up. Okay, go ahead with your question. Area code 314, star six to unmute. Area code 314. Can, can you hear me? Oh. There, there you go. This Sorry. This is Sarah Calhoun. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I wrapped it and then I did the pearl all the way back to peg one. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you you start to, you pearl and knit. I, I was mm-hmm. kind of confused. Do you pearl and then wrap the next? peg but you don't knit it off and then you purl the next one correct I, i'm confused oh yeah yeah if you're using okay. the e-wrap stitch which is a knit stitch yeah. i recommend do not knit off because when you're coming back where you have your e-wraps you should have you should do your pearls on that Okay, so just so, e-wrap, oh. if you're using the knit stitch, or the e-wrap stitch, just make sure your odd-numbered pegs have an e-wrap on them. Your even-numbered pegs should be pearls. So then my, when I start my third row, when I come up to that peg that has the e-wrap on it, do I knit that off? Yes, we'll go over that in just a few minutes. Okay, so just work that one row. So if you're working the e-wrap, just e-wrap and the odd-numbered pegs it, and purl the even-numbered pegs. Got, oh, oh, and don't okay, and don't knit off. Don't knit off, Mm-mm. because that's going to gotcha. serve oh, as oh. a tactile reminder as to what you're to do on oh, that peg. I see. Okay, I'm, I, I'm I teaching you tricks. <laughs> Perfect. I could, I, that would help, I guess, but okay. Yeah. And this is Thank just going to you make your, you know, these little tricks that I give you, just make sure knitting go a little bit faster. Yeah. Cause it's hard to remember which Sometimes. Did I curl or did I just, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yep. And then Thank I'll give you, you some other tips if you're using any of the other knit stitches in just a few moments, I will um, give you a few more little tips. Okay. Nancy. There are, Okay, Nancy. Anyone else after Nancy, Donna? No. Okay. After Nancy, we're going to move on to um, the second row. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I purled all the way around to peg one. Mm -hmm. Now what? Now where do I do? 
you take your working yarn from behind peg one uh -huh. and bring it between pegs one and two. Okay. Lay your working yarn in front of the peg, um, in front of peg two, and you work a purl stitch. Okay, and then I just knit the peg three? Mm -hmm. Knit peg three, on. yes. Okay, so. Knit your odd-numbered pegs and purl your even-numbered pegs, and you can use either knit stitch you want. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. So far, no more hands. Okay, so I'm going to go on to the next row. All right, your working yarn should be coming from behind peg 24. On 24, you did a purl stitch. 23 should be a knit stitch. On peg 23, in all odd-numbered pegs for this row, if you did the E-wrap stitch, as you get to those odd-numbered pegs, knit the bottom loop up and over the top loop. So you're going to knit off. And so now on this row, your even-numbered pegs should be knit stitches. Your odd-numbered pegs should be purl stitches. So with 23, if you did an E-wrap, knit the bottom loop up and over, and then do a purl stitch. And when you get to peg 22, you should only have one loop on peg 22. So you need to do a knit stitch. And then you will continue from peg 23 to peg one doing um, knits on the even numbered pegs and pearls on the odd numbered pegs. And this is called knitting your pearls and purling your knits. And when you get through with these two rows, you may not be able to see it now, but once you get a little more fabric, you can feel your work and see that it's bumpy. And it's creating what they call that seed stitch. In my opinion, this is a fun stitch um, pattern to do but it is time consuming. I like the results. I just don't like the work. <laughs> and you know, it is a slow stitch pattern. It makes you think. It does, it does. But, um, but you know, like I said, if you're doing the E-wrap, then you have that tactile reminder. So it can sort of become mindless knitting. Yeah, I can definitely knit it a lot quicker than I can loom knit it, but I still love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I was thinking about what kind of cowl I was going to teach, I thought, well, they haven't learned any, you know, real stitch pattern, so I'll just teach them the seed stitch. Oh, Jenny likes the seed stitch, so this is going to be Jenny's cowl. <laughs> so I have a I question for you. Okay, one question. Uh, we have Jane. Hey, Jane, go ahead with your question. Any other questions to follow? Okay. Yep. No, ma'am. <laughs> I finished the first, the, the, the pearl, the, the, the row, the second row, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I, halfway through, I gave up on knit pearl, knit pearl. So I did the, the E-wrap. So okay. the, the first, 
going back the other way, the first stitch has one loop on it, and the second stitch has two loops on it, and the third mm -hmm. one has one, and the fourth one has two. So mm -hmm. is that right? So when I do the first one, it has one loop on it. So I purl that one or knit that one. I'm okay. So on the first row that we did the knit pearls on, on peg 24, you should have landed on a purl. You should have finished with a purl stitch. Okay, yeah. You do not do anything on peg 24 because now you are going back the other direction. Right. So, so on this, this pattern, one I work with has two. Okay, on so on this pattern, your the first peg of each row, that's going to be your turning peg, if that makes sense. So, you know, when you start a row, you're turning around and doing a U-turn, not a U-stitch, but a U-turn and going the other direction. Okay. So that's okay. what that's for. So when you get to peg 23, you should have two loops on peg 23. If you did the E-wrap stitch. Yeah. Okay. Knit that bottom loop up and over. So you're knitting that off. So where you have a knit stitch, you should do a purl stitch. So okay. your odd numbered pegs should be purled on this row. And so even numbered pegs should be yarn, knit. Put the working yarn under the two that are already on there. And no, ma'am. Mm -mm. No, no, you didn't listen. You knit the bottom loop up and over where you only have one loop on peg 23. So do you only have one peg, one loop on peg 23 now? I'm having a trouble figuring out which peg is which number. Um, does your loom have an anchor peg? Yes, it does. Okay, find peg, find your anchor peg. Yeah. And go to the left one peg. Mm -hmm. And that should be your 24 peg. Okay. So, okay, I, I don't know. Okay. So you found your you found your anchor peg, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And you move to the left one just a little bit, past to the left of the anchor peg. Yeah, should be I take think 24. I knit backwards. I think I knit backwards. But yeah. Okay. So when you started the the E wrap stitches, all of your all those pegs that you started on should have two loops on them. Uh-huh. So right now, every other peg should have two loops. Yes, it does. You, until you started that. So yeah. wherever you see the two loops, you're going to knit that bottom loop up and over. You're just knitting okay. it off. Right. Then you and do the one stitch on that peg. So you're doing oh. two stitches on your odd numbered pegs. Oh. So and you're then knitting you're knitting off that bottom loop and as soon as you get that done then you start your purl stitch okay and then you knit the ones that have one already on them the, no, the one that, oh, okay. i don't know when you're starting um the second row you're not doing anything on peg 24. 
Okay. Yeah. On 23, which is your odd number peg, you're going to do a purl. You want to knit that bottom loop up and over. Okay. 23 is your odd numbered peg on this row, so you're going to do a purl. Okay. All of your odd numbered pegs on this row, so when you're moving from right from yeah, from right to left, all of your odd numbered pegs are going to be purls. Your even numbered pegs are going to be knits. You're just reversing the pattern. So okay. What you should have on your very first row, I'm going to do just a few rows, a few pegs. You're going to have knit, purl, knit, purl, knit, purl. Okay, now you're going back in the opposite direction and you're going to have um, purl, knit, purl, knit, purl, knit. Right. So whenever you did a purl stitch, you do a knit stitch on the second row. Okay, yeah, that makes and sense. And wherever you did a purl, a, Knit stitch, you do a purl stitch. Do a purl, right. And I may have, I may have got those two backwards. I may have said the same thing twice, but no, that makes so sense. Okay, so you're just swapping what you're doing when you change from row to row. Okay. And oh. like I said, if you do the e wrap stitch, that's just a tactile reminder to you to do a purl stitch. Okay. Once you do a few rows, it'll start making sense, I think. Yeah, it does with needle knitting. So, yeah, with this too. Yeah. Courtney, okay. how long do we have for this today? Uh, we have two hours, but I don't know that we're going to need it. Okay, I just want to know. <clears throat> okay. Um, and you have three more questions. Okay. Who were the um, first two? Uh, Catalina, and she's already okay. unmuted, and okay. Terry Nettles. Okay, Catalina, go ahead, and Terry, you can begin <laughs> unmuting yourself. For one ahead, thing, I have, a, I have a hellish mess here. For one awesome. thing, I used, <laughs> <laughs> I used the wrong yarn. I don't think I want to use this again for this, because okay. I'm using the home hometown Home's yarn, the, and it's splitting. Uh, Hometown. Okay. It's called hometown and it's splitting a lot. So okay. I think I'm, I'm not. Now, I'm very slow and new at this. So okay. I just got finished doing the whole roll of pearl. Mm -hmm. That's how new I am at this. I'm very okay. slow. So now I want to go to the next one when you do pearl stitch, pearl stitch. Now, the, I got the pearl stitch kind of down. Now, the knit is I don't get that one part when you flip over. Okay, okay. I'm on I'm on peg one. Mm -hmm. Now what do I do? Okay, from peg one, you don't do anything on peg one. Okay. On this row. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your working yarn and lay it and uh, bring it between pegs one and two. Going left lay... to right, because that was going right Correct. to left. Correct. Now I'm going That's left correct. to right. Correct. Okay. So you're going to lay the working yarn in front of peg two. Uh-huh. And now you're going to do your purl stitch. Oh, let me do that real quick. Mm -hmm. And then on peg three, you're going to do the knit stitch of your choice. 
Okay, one second here real quick. They're lining up. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me just get this done. I'm slow at this, sorry. Okay, come on. Oof, I like this yarn. Okay, come on. Okay. Oof. Now, okay, you I got did that. Okay, now you're going to knit um, peg three in the knit stitch of your choice. Now, to do the knit, the, the what do you call it, the true stitch. The true knit. It, okay, it's going to be like the pearl, with the exception you lay your working yarn at the top of the peg, mm -hmm. above the loop, and then you're mm -hmm. going to pull the working yarn down and create a new loop. And then the rest is the same. You're going to pull it down? Mm -hmm. Yes. You're going to pull it down through that loop. Where you pulled it up to pearl, you're going to pull it down to true net. Oh, so you, you, you go from underneath the to loop the, that was already there? Mm -hmm. you, uh, underneath? But the, underneath, okay, you take your work your loom tool or your fingers and you go up under you know from below the loop on peg one and pull that working yarn down from the top come on uh-huh you created any, a new I... loop net correct yes okay now that you've created that new loop the steps are the same as the pearl stitch from oh. this point. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So then I, right. I end up on 24. I stop at 24 or one. Yes. You stop your, okay. You should be on peg three with that next yes. stitch. Okay. Right. So your odd numbered pegs, three, five, seven, nine, um, are going to have nets on. They're going to be two, 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 four, six, right. eight. Two, four, six, eight pearl. will be pearls. Yes. Okay. 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 And I would right. stop at twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yes. Four. Okay. You should do awesome. a pearl Thank on page twenty-four. Uh huh. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Who's coming up after Terry Nettles? All right. We have after Terry Nettles. We have uh, Jeannie. Okay, Terry Nettles, go ahead. Jeannie, you can be unmuting yourself. Okay, this was just to um, <clears throat> clarify, I think what Jane, Jane might have been doing, is she, when she does it, she uses 24 as her number one and, mm -hmm. goes, around that, and goes around that direction. So I think maybe that's might been what was causing a little bit of confusion. And then also... Mm -hmm. She was doing the true knit, I believe she was saying, and I, I was starting to do that. And then I went to your suggestion with the, um, with the E-wrap because I think it's going to be a lot easier to be able to know <laughs> since mm -hmm. we're doing every other row. So anyway, so anyways, but, you know, I didn't say the E-wrap because I wanted, you know, each student to do their own. have a choice. Yeah. Correct. Have a choice. Correct. And let you know that, you know, we're kind of experimenting here or y'all are, to let you know that you can swap it up a little bit. You don't have to, everybody's doesn't have to be the same. So, um, but I was throwing 
some of those tips and tricks in yeah. for those who are doing the ERAP. And so, also, yeah, because I switched over to that. Now, is it is it um, possible to do that for part of it? And then once you get secure with it, can you switch over to the, the TrueNet then after that while you're sure. in the same? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, what I'm doing, this, this is how I do my patterns. Um, to me, patterns are like recipes. It's the ingredients and all, they're merely a suggestion. Um, so with this pattern, if I say, you know, you know, saying knit stitch, that's, you know, you can change it from garlic powder to full garlic, if that makes, you know, just yeah. using that analogy. So, um, Yum. so you can do either knit stitch you want. That's the, and that way each one is, is individual, you know, it's unique and you are not all having the same exact thing. So, you know, if you want to switch knit stitches, you know, a quarter of the way through and, you know, do the flat knit for a okay. quarter of the pattern, then change to U knit and then change to true knit for the last quarter. That is totally up to you. And then when I go back around, because um, now I'm at peg one again, because I did that row, um, mm -hmm. um, I, don't do, I don't do anything on one and I go to two which now is a, that's a knit. So that's when I need to knit that off and do my pearl. Correct. C correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who comes after Jenny? Me. Oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. Megan. And Megan. Megan, Megan, go ahead and be unmuting yourself. Okay. Jenny. What's your okay, question? Okay. So I'm not sure if I'm confused here or not. I understand the knit the pearls and pearl the knits. Mm -hmm. So let's say on my first row, I'm going around uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. On my second row, do I go around two, four, six, eight, I mean, one, three, five, seven, nine, or do I go um, 23, 21, 19? Do I go in the opposite direction or do I keep moving in the same direction? When you get to peg 24, you turn around and you go the opposite direction. So that, that's what I meant when I said your peg one and peg 24 are your turning pegs. When you start a new row on your turning pegs, you don't do anything except just turn that yarn around and go in the opposite direction. Okay. That's that what I sense? thought I was hearing. I get it now. So, yeah. So it's just like turning your work and needle knitting, except you don't have to turn your work. You just right. have to turn you. your yarn. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, Megan, is there anybody after Megan? No, ma'am. Okay, Megan, go ahead. If you have any <laughs> questions, so silly. <laughs> be raising your hands if you have any additional questions. Go ahead, Megan. This is silly. I just, I was hearing so many knit, pearl, knit, pearl, and I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure I, I didn't get off, but I just want to make sure. So I went, I went from, I went around and I went back into my second row. I was supposed to end on a pearl stitch on peg one, right so i went from yes okay Wait, hold on hold on a minute hold on okay let's see here yee no your, your odd numbered pegs when you turn around your odd number pegs should be um pearls okay when you're moving from right to left your odds should be pearls when you're moving from left to right, your odds should be knit. Yes. Yes. 
And when I say that, I'm speaking for this pattern in particular, because it, the other, you know, any other pattern, it may be something totally different. Sure. But for this piece, it's, that's what it is. Going from left to right, your odds are knit. And from right to left, your odds are pearls. Okay. Okay. Did that answer your question or confuse you? Uh, a little bit of both, I think, but I think I, okay. I think I did it right. <laughs> okay. So the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick with that. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Any other questions? Deborah, I unmuted myself illegally because oh. I can't remember the command for raising my hand. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to give you a ticket for doing an illegal motion. So. Thank you. <laughs> So who is who is being illegal here? This is Deborah. Okay, um, Deborah, go ahead. I'm I'm just a little question. I went around. I did the, you know, knit pearl, knit pearl, and I did not knit off, but I knitted. So that's okay. still there. So then I All reverse right. it, and where mm -hmm. it's knitted, I I knit it over. Or I do a. You knit the bottom loop over the top loop, and then you pearl. Okay. Then where there was a pearl, I knit again. That's correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. and before you mute me again, or I can mute myself, but what's the command for raising the hand? Um, are you on a phone? I'm on a computer. Are you on a computer? Uh, it would be what? Uh, alt Y. We, I did everything but that one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking, but I think that's what it is. That sounds. Now that you said that, I think you're correct. So I apologize. Yep. It's all day. Okay. Alt A. I'm learning. Alt I. Okay. I'm learning with y'all. Alt <laughs> Y. To raise hand. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to mute myself. Okay. All right. Any other questions? So far, so good. Okay. Um, with our next class, we're going to change things up just a little bit. So most of you are beyond what I call beginner. So you're starting to get into that beginner plus category. So for our next class, the first hour will be for our very new beginners. So if you have been through this class, you know, all the classes up to this point or listen to the podcast up to this point, you will need to come in for the second hour. So that will be 6 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so from five to six is going to be for brand new beginners, or if you need a refresher on some of the information, you're welcome to come in. I mean, you're welcome to come in at any time, but the first hour is going to be spent doing nothing but basic, basic stuff. In the second hour, we will move on to, you know, more advanced beginner, beginner plus stuff. Okay. graduation pretty much because y'all are doing great y'all are um and i also think that you know having the podcast to fall back on is a huge huge plus we've got a hand oh right somebody's Cat giving us a hand catalina all right catalina go ahead hey, me again now Hi. what Hey there. <laughs> now, what yarn would you recommend using? Because I'm not going to use this thing unless I'm making a hat and making just a straight stitch all the way around. Um, 
I tell you the ones that I have found to be splitty. And it's going to be the mm -hmm. homespun and the woolly sticking quick are the ones okay. that I have had issues with splitting as far as bulky yarn. Um, and a the lot hometown of just, splits too. So Okay, hometown it's, splits too. Um, yeah, maybe some yeah. Bernat soft and chunky. Um, oh. Or baby blanket, Bernat baby blanket. I think I have that. Okay. Those, have I have those. found that they're not quite so splitty or not splitty at all. But the homespun for sure is very splitty. And yeah. sometimes yeah, the, the thick and quick is as well. I just know I've had issues. Some people don't have issues. And also, you know, for those who don't have issues, it could be they, they got a good batch. And when it was, um, when they did the twisting of the yarn, mm -hmm. You know, it just could have been in that batch, they, the twist was tighter. And, okay. you know, in my batch, it might have not been quite so tight. So okay. Yeah, because I'm just having issues with this yarn. I'm ready to throw it out the window. And, you know, if you're, if you're going into a store to buy yarn, which I know it's difficult for some of us right now, and, you know, even before pandemic, it was uh, a little issue. But if you're going into a store, just kind of look at your skein of yarn and just kind of feel of it and just kind of check to see if it looks like it might split because you can kind of tell mm -hmm. if you're, you know, get your hands on it. But if you can't, then it's just luck of the draw, really. Yeah. So you said it's Burnett Baby? Mm-hmm. Burnett Baby Blanket or um, Soft and Chunky. Soft and Chunky. And I I think there's some uh, not lion brand, but super uh, red heart super saver chunkies that might not be so, quite so splitty. Okay. Okay, yeah, that, great. Thank you. That usually only splits a tiny bit. I that's what I've been using, learning, and it's it only splits a little bit. It's not major. It usually splits, but it, it it's like it's still doable. I mean, it 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 does it in a way that you could pull it back. It's Mm -hmm. it, it, it's forgiving let me just say yeah okay wonderful yeah, see Thank i'm you. using thick and quick and it's doing okay for me but you know right and you know like i said mine might have just been a bad batch okay are there any what? other questions two more hands first we have mary alice and after mary alice we have miss kayla okay all right mary alice go ahead and then i get to beat up on kayla yes Hello, Courtney. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, um, okay. Now, now I'm jumping from one class. Remember, my beginner class for most of these web. I've got all the way around, and I wrapped my my num peg number twenty four. Mm -hmm. Now, and I and I I did my my um, purl stitch all the way over to number one, right. and then um, I just I. Just that's going to be where I'm going to e-wrap that stitch, right? And I should have two. If I if I'm going to use the e-wrap for my knit knit stitch, is would I e-wrap number one, and then work no, my you, way back? No, you're going to skip number one because we're making a smooth okay. edge, and okay. you're going to pretend you did a knit stitch on one, and then you're okay. going to purl peg two. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. So, and then when I get back over to 24, what do I do? You're going to slip peg 24 on your way back. When you get to 24, you're going to go ahead and purl it. So you're going to finish okay. that row at, on 24. Okay. Then to okay. start the next row, you're going to skip 24. You're not going to do anything. Not even then, wrap the yarn around it? Well, not when you start a new row. So once you finish the first row that you're on, when you do a purl mm -hmm. on page 24, you've just finished that row. And you're ready to start the okay. next row. So when you okay. start a new row for this pattern, you're skipping the first stitch. So 24 would be your first stitch. Okay. So get, get to we... 24 and let me know. Okay. 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 Let's see. Okay. All right. Okay. Just go ahead Will and do. mark Thank that you. and then raise your hand when you get finished and we'll talk the next row. Okay. Okay. Kayla? Who's after Kayla? After Kayla, we have Lucy. Okay. Go ahead, Miss okay. Kayla. I just, I just had a um, quick comment. Um, if you do get to go into a store to pick out your yarn, um, if you take a little piece of the yarn, like a strand in your fingers and kind of roll it back and forth, that'll kind of give you a good idea of how, like whether it's gonna stay together or not. Mm -hmm. um, um, that's kind of how I do it. I, the little end that's sticking out, I make sure I find an end or a, a skein with the end sticking out and then I roll it between my fingers a little bit. And that kind of lets me know, ooh, if I'm rolling that at all, it's gonna split or this seems like it's gonna, stand up pretty well. So that was it. Thank you. You said what I was trying to say <laughs> by feeling your yarn. And Miss Lucy, you may unmute. Okay, hey, uh, hey, I'm unmuted. <laughs> um, all right, when I, when I first started this and I did, um, was I supposed to do like the E-wrap and then E-wrap again and knit off? What to start? Yeah, to, to, to do your cast on? Yeah. No, you were supposed to <gasps> e-wrap all 24 pegs. Yeah. And then you were supposed to purl back to peg one, starting with Is peg it gonna 23. Matter? No, it's not going to matter um, for this okay. project. All right. But, you know, in other projects, it might make a difference. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, you need to read the pattern, pay attention to what the pattern is telling you to do. Because, see, I thought that that second E-wrap um, was a, like a part of the cast on. So it's not? No, you're just doing the E-wrap stitch. You're wrapping all of your pegs, all 24 pegs. Mm -hmm. And then you're turning around on 24. So once you mm -hmm. do that E-wrap, you turn okay. around and you okay. start purling back to peg 20, uh, back to peg one. One. Mm -hmm. Okay. All and right. And then you start Thank your you. pattern. After, after yeah. you do that row of pearl, then you start your pattern. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? We have no more questions. Okay. So I'm going to tell you. Um, oh, they just kind of. Their name. Okay. Well, well Sorry. What, who is it? No, who is it? That's fine. And then I want to make an, an announcement. Sandy. Before. 
Okay, Sandy, you can go ahead and unmute, but I need to go ahead and make some comments before I answer your question, okay? Okay. So your homework is to knit this cowl to the length you want it. So when you get it to where you think you want it, fold it in half to see if that's the length you want. It's not just continue working the pattern until you get double the length you want to go around your neck, okay? Because what we're going to do in two weeks is we're going to bind off, um, but we're going to, you know, start adding stitches back to the peg. So we're going to take our cast on row and put them back on the peg put those stitches back on the peg, just like we're turning a brim. And from there, I'll talk you through how to sew it together and get it off the loom. Okay, so your homework is to get your cowl to the length you want, okay? You know, if I say six feet and it be three feet, that may be too long for some of you, you know, once it's folded in half. So you just do your measurements. You This is your your design, your creation. I want you to kind of think a little bit for yourselves and determine what you want. And that way you can get into, um, you know, adapting patterns as you see them to accommodate what you want, if that makes sense. So, you know, your homework, basically you're on your own. You, you do what you want to do. Okay. And then I'll show you how to take it off the loom in two weeks. Okay. Sandy, I had to think. Who was my question? <laughs> okay, this business of wrapping around one time and on peg twenty-four, you don't go all the way around. You you just go uh, through, you know, just around one side of it. Mm -hmm. um, but then when you start trying to do the pearl and you know forming the loop and getting it through the the stitch on 23 that's going to put too many loops it's you know you're supposed to knit off that stitch but there's too many loops you're supposed to knit it off whatever's on number 23 okay when you say too many loops how many loops are you talking about two. how many loops are on that page okay that's because you did your e-wrap and you did not knit off which is fine because that's becoming your tactile reminder. So before you do your pearl, you have to finish that stitch. So you're going to knit off the bottom loop over the top loop. On each peg? Well, on 23 uh, anyway. On your odd numbered pegs, when you're moving from right to left, your odd numbered pegs, if you did the E-wrap, should have two loops on every odd numbered peg. Okay. I want you to so check. You all, hold on just a second. I want you to right now. I want you to check all of your odd numbered pegs to see if they all have loops on two loops on them. Okay. While you're doing that, is there anybody else that has questions or has their hand raised? Yes, ma'am. Uh, Jane. Okay. Okay, Jane, go ahead and unmute, and then I'll get to you as soon as okay. I finish Sandy's question. Okay. I I don't think I know what a cowl is. I mean, is this going to turn into like just a scarf? Like it's like, it's going to be like six inches 
wide and about however long you want it, just like a regular scarf or what? A cowl. I don't know if you've ever heard or, you know, when you were growing up, wore cowl neck sweaters where the neck of the sweater was a lot bigger and it kind of hung down on your chest some. Yeah. Okay, that was a cowl neck sweater. Like we're a turtle neck, except it's looser. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. The Around the neck it is looser. Some people, um, of course, infinity scarves I know are longer. But this can, it's a cross between a neck warmer and an infinity scarf. A cowl is going to sit closer to the neck than like an infinity scarf would. Do we sew one end to the other? You will. You know, in the next meeting, we're going to work on that. So you'll be putting your cast-on loops back on the peg. Yeah. In the next class. And I just don't know how long to, to make this. Okay. Um, you know, for uh, how tall are you? Five feet. Okay. So we're about the same height. So for me, if I wanted to do just a scarf, not a cowl, not a neck warmer, not an infinity scarf, just a plain scarf, I would knit mine about five to six feet in length. About, you know, if, if I wanted, that's about what I do for my scarves. You know, that's from some of the things I've read, it's recommended to knit it, knit the length of the scarf as tall as the person is. Oh. So if my husband who is six feet wants a scarf, I need to do either a six to seven foot scarf. So, you know, have enough to wrap around for a typical scarf. Okay. So if you wanted to do a scarf of, let's just go for four feet. When you, fold it in half, <laughs> when you fold it in half, that's going to give you, you know, your two feet and it's, oh probably going to hit you about just a little below your breastbone okay and so i've got i'm working on a scarf now i don't know how long anyway but you're going however long you want it just kind of measure around your neck to where you would kind of want it to hit and you know like i said you want to i would want mine to hit at or a little below my breastbone Okay. So let's just say, you know, that's four feet, for example. Well, that's. I'm trying to do fuzzy math. Okay. I'll just keep going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> get to about three feet and then take it and wrap it around your neck, loom and all, and see where it hits you. Okay. You know, just kind of put your end, your cast on end up to your, um, around to your peg or okay. um, up to the top of your loom, you know, just kind of fold it in half around your neck and see where it hits. If you think that would be a good length for you, then you can stop there. If it's too short, then, you know, you need to knit some more and that'll kind of gauge you a gauge as to how much to knit. How much more than that? Okay. Does that, did I clear up? Yeah, that's, that's fine. 
that's good. Okay. All right. So like I said, it's between an infinity scarf and a neck warmer. And you know, if you want it longer, if you want to double it up, then just make it longer. Okay. But you know, if we had somebody, you know, a lady or a gentleman in the group that was like, you know, five eight or five nine and they wanted a six to a six and a half foot scarf, that may be way too big for us five feet, five two people. So but again, it all just depends on where you want it to hit. Right, hold on. All right, who do we have? But I need to ask Sandy a question. So go ahead. Who's next? Oh, we have uh, Deborah and uh, Jeannie. And Sandy will need to unmute to answer you. Okay, Sandy, okay. go ahead and oh, she's unmute. unmuted. She okay. Is. All right. All right. And then Deborah's okay. after uh, that. Okay, go uh, ahead, Sandy. And, and there's only one loop on each peg. But you said to e-wrap around once right? before, you know, starting to purl. So I only have one loop on each peg. On all of your odd number pegs? On, on all of them, even and odd. Okay. Because it's just one e-wrap. And 24 just kind of has a half of a wrap because it, it doesn't go all the way around. Okay. Let me think. Let me think on what you might have done. Okay, but when I told you to look at your odd numbered pegs, you said 23 had two loops on it. Uh, it did when I was trying to do a do pearl and put the okay. other, you know, trying to knit off that after I got the, the loop through the stitch and and knit off the one loop where there was two loops there. And then it might be part of that part of it might have been just the yarn that wouldn't get out of the way. I don't know, but. Okay. When you were moving from right to left, checking those odd numbered pegs, did you knit off the bottom loops on any of those pegs as you were checking them? Not this time because I've, I took out what I had purled, so it was just okay. a wrap. Okay. All right, so what you're gonna do is, when you ended the first row on peg 24, that should have been a purl stitch. Okay, well, it, okay. it will so, do it, but. If when, Okay, you did an e-wrap cast on, correct? Yes. Then, once you got the e-wraps done and you ended on peg 24, you did a purl stitch on peg 23 and moved from peg 23 through peg 1. You did purl stitches on all those pegs, correct? That's the, the stage that I'm at now. Okay. So... All you have done so far is just did the e-wrap cast on, correct? That's right. Okay. Now I know what you're doing. So now you have to do what is called your foundation row for this pattern. So after you do your e-wrap cast on, you start with peg 23 and do your purl stitches to 
peg one. Okay. So you're going to okay. pull 23, 22, 21, and so forth till you get to peg one. Okay. Okay. All right. Who was the next one? Deborah. Deborah. Okay. Go ahead, Deborah. Deborah. Mute, please. And then it was okay. Jeannie after her. Correct. Okay, Jeannie, you can start unmuting yourself. Okay, go ahead, Deborah. Okay, um, quick question. I may have missed. Okay, so I did like what you just went over with, was that Lucy? I can't remember. But um, where you, you know, did the e and then you did the pearl row, and now I'm on the pearl knit. And mm -hmm. I should end up on that row with 24, peg 24 being a pearl stitch. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, and then going over, peg one and two are both appear to be purl stitch, and then peg three appears to be a knit stitch, so I must have skipped something. You did, but you oh, did what you skipped. No, 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 listen, you did, you, but you did the right thing. You were not supposed to do anything on peg one because you're skipping that stitch. Okay. You're not so working. Two is a purl stitch. Correct. So, and, like and I said earlier, five and seven and so forth. Correct. Like I said earlier, when you're moving from a left to right, your even numbered pegs should be knit. And your odd, no, your even numbered pegs should be purled. Moving, from, let me start over. Scratch everything I just told you. And let me make this clearer. <laughs> so, when you're moving from left to right, your odd numbered pegs should be knit. And when you're moving from left to right, your even number pegs should be purled. Okay. Okay. But now, when you're, me, let me finish. Okay, okay. let me finish. Okay, Deborah. When you're moving from right to left, your even numbered pegs should be knit and your odd numbered pegs should be purled. Again, that's moving from right to left. Okay, and what was your question? It's not this phone thing here. I'm sorry. Um, the question would be so now I'm back at 630 p.m. Um, 24, mm -hmm. which, which I purled, just purled. Correct. And then, and then peg one and peg two only have the single. Um, mm -hmm. So where do I go from there? Where is your working yarn coming from? It's on peg 24. Okay, you're going to go to peg 23. Okay. Because you're turning around. Or, or before I do that, but peg one and two. And you're not working, you're not working pegs one and two. You're turning around because if okay. you go from 24 to one, you're joining and then you start working in yeah, the Yeah, I don't range. want to do that. I'm just curious. Right, you want to work that in. Um, okay. When you so get to peg I'm, two, peg two see, was, you did a pearl, correct? On 24, I did a pearl. All right, let's go. You're asking about pegs one and two right now. So yes. you did a pearl on peg two. Yes. And knit on peg okay. three. And then so forth, you know, back and forth. Okay. So now we're moving from right to left. So when you get to peg two, moving right to left, what do you have on peg two? Um, well, mine's actually the other way, but it's, it, I have the um, knit stitch, the, you know, 
You have the knit stitch on peg two? Yes. Okay. So what are you supposed to do on the row after that? Well, I'm supposed to knit that over and then purl it, right? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then the next I'm, one. I'm, I knew the answer. I'm trying to make you think it through. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, you know, I did this, like I said, years ago, but I'll tell you what. Uh -huh. I'm not so, trying to be mean or rude. I'm trying to make y'all think. No, no, I don't mind that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just letting everybody else know too. That, yeah, you know, I'm not. I, I want you to start thinking for yourself when you're working through this. So after I knit that over, then I purl it. Correct. Okay, and then on the next peg that was purled, I just knit that. Correct. Just e wrap it or whatever. Mm -hmm. use. Just do whatever knit stitch you want to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And whoever was okay. asking about the cows, they can actually be very pretty with sweaters and dresses. Yes, they can. Okay. All right. Jeannie, go ahead with your question. Was there anybody after Jeannie? No, ma'am. Okay. All okay, right. So I, I'm, I'm here. So this okay. may be a weird question, but um, I'm one of those people. I, I can generally tell my cast on stitches, but not always so would it be too odd to put after i do my cast on stitches a stitch marker in each cast on stitch so that later there won't be any question when i get ready mm -hmm. to bind off you can do that mm -hmm. if that's what helps you then by all means go for it yeah so if that's something that you know you know will help you make sure that you're getting those cast on stitches on the peg then yes mm -hmm. Whatever tips and tricks you have, if you like that, if you want to share them, um, you know, what helps you, because it may help some of the others as well. And you know, that's something I had not thought about, Jeannie. As many years as I've been doing this, that's not just not something that crossed my mind. But thank you. Thank you. Okay, anybody else have questions? No one so far. Okay. Well, um, if there are any other questions, they probably have already been answered. So um, what we're going to do is in just a few minutes, we'll go ahead and end the class. And if you have questions, you can go back and listen to the podcast. And after listening to that, if you still have questions, just shoot me an email through the Loom Knitters group on Google or Facebook, or, you know, you can email me privately or um, message me on Facebook. What, you know, however you need to get in touch with me, just feel free to do that. Um, just a reminder that Sunday will um, be a class. It will be um, Tammy from Mitzi Kits will be with us and kind of talking about her company, Mitzi Kits. And for those who were um, able to get the kits, be sure to have those ready. Be sure to have all of your supplies ready. Um, by two o'clock Eastern. That way we can go ahead and get started and we're not fumbling looking around for our supplies. Okay. So you'll make sure you have scissors, needles, um, if the kit didn't come with a needle and you know, anything else you think you might need. So um, Donna, are there any questions? Yes, Sandy. Okay, Sandy, go ahead. Anybody after Sandy? No. Okay. Up. Oh, yep. Okay. Deborah. Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead. Sandy. Okay. When I did a, do a purl stitch on twenty three, going mm -hmm. back the other way, 
is 24 supposed to have a loop on it? You should have one loop on 24. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Deborah, what's your next question? What's your question? And I didn't get my Mitzi kit. <laughs> you haven't gotten it yet? Or, I mean, did you order one? No, I have not. I haven't gotten it yet. But you did order one? Yes, I did. Was that okay. Sandy? Was that yeah. what it was? Yes. Yes. Okay. They were all shipped out. Um, let me see. Almost, I'll get back to you. But they were all shipped out. So you should have it any day. They told me, the post office guaranteed me they would all be there by Friday. Yeah. So. Well, I, maybe I need to check my address. <laughs> and I haven't okay. moved recently. Uh, no, and I used the address. I copied and pasted the address you typed up in the thing. So um, I will, I'll go look it up right now and copy and paste the address I gave, I used and send it to you on an email. Okay. And okay, I'll do that if now. your kit does not arrive by Saturday, again, the class will be recorded so you can go back and listen to the podcast and, yeah. and okay. you know, get caught up on that. Okay. All right. Deborah, you had a question? Yes, it's unrelated. Okay. A couple of weeks ago, you mentioned about a snowman hat. Yes, ma'am. And you were going to let us know what we needed for that because I've got several new babies in the family. And okay. I thought that would be a cute hat to make them for Christmas. Yes, it would be. If you um, could let, let us know the supplies we would need yes. for that, I'm just going to order them. Okay. Um, uh, plan on, I've been thinking ahead for the next for the end of the year, um, from now until the end of the year, on what I'm going to teach y'all and the supplies that you're going to need. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send out an email in the next day or so telling you what supplies you're going to need for the cl upcoming classes through December. Okay, oh, because great. there's, um, let me ask Kayla a quick question. And Kayla, you can just give me a yes or no. The craft fair is going to be the last Sunday in October, correct? The 25th. Yes. Okay. All right. October so 25th. Okay. That answers my question. That lets me know what supplies I need to put on the list because if we were not able to have a craft fair, I was going to teach a loom class that day and, you know, do the supply list for that. So we're not going to do that. So I'll so get a supply I don't, list. I don't yeah. think the craft fair is going to be huge, but I definitely have a few people who want to participate. So we're going to go ahead and do this one, but then we're going to do another one in March-ish, like in the springtime, so that people, and we'll get a date to you guys soon about that, so you guys have more time to prepare. But um, I kind of am glad this one's smaller, just because it's our first time doing it. So we'll get all the kinks worked out on this one, and then we'll have a larger one later in the spring, yeah. if that works. So that gives y'all, yeah, that gives you time to start working on stuff if you want to do items for the spring craft fair. So you can kind of be looking ahead to that and getting your supplies and getting things worked up for that. Okay, did I hear that someone had a question? No. Okay. All right. Since there's no more questions, we're going to go ahead and end the class today. And so that Miss Donna, she can go fix our dinner 